And so God loves us and cares for us and has wonderful plans and wants us to be favored and have a blessed life. But one thing I wanted to point out in today's podcast is that a blessed life does not always equal worldly success. And one thing that's unique to America is that we correlate blessed and favor God's favor with money, a nice house, a nice car. And that's not always the case. to another episode of Finding Common Ground, where we talk about issues and topics going on in the world, but from a biblical and Christian perspective, allowing the Word of God to be our standard. Thank you guys for your wonderful comments. I see them and I read them all, and the feedback and support is always appreciated. As you guys can see from the title, today's episode, we're going to be talking about what the Christian life looks like. Last week, we talked about the purpose of life, and we looked at verses in Genesis and Revelation to get more of a holistic idea of what God's purpose and plan for mankind since the very beginning was. But this week I want to talk more about what a Christian life looks like on earth for those who are followers of Jesus. And so first thing I want to clear up is a common misconception that I had and that I know people may believe it out there as well, which is that as Christians we're supposed to have this great life and nothing bad is ever supposed to happen to us. All right, so with regards to suffering and things, that's how I thought. I thought if anything ever, if anything bad ever happened to me, I felt I felt as if I was being punished, or that it was out of the ordinary. But as I read my Bible, and this first verse, Matthew sixteen twenty four, the Bible, Jesus says, then Jesus told his disciples, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. And at first glance, this may not seem like it's talking about suffering. But for me, when I read it, I realized that as Jesus was on the cross and suffering, when he's calling us to take up his cross, he's not calling us to be crucified literally, but it may be symbolic of that we're called to suffer alongside him. And so that kind of helped me see that, okay, we maybe are called to start, maybe we are called to suffer and not have this picture perfect life and nothing bad is ever supposed to happen. And so that really opened my perspective, changed my perspective and uh, opened my mind. And then the next verse, 1 Peter 2, verse 21, it says, For you have been called for this purpose, since Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example for you to follow in his steps. Again, just reaffirming that we're just to follow Christ in his suffering. As he suffered, uh, we're called to suffer as well. And one thing that I always thought, I always think now is funny, is that when I, back then I used to think, well, why is all this bad stuff happening? But now that I remember of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, suffered who am I to think that I'm supposed to avoid it or that I can't avoid it or no or that I'm not supposed to like if Jesus is suffering suffered and went through all that and was crucified then of course I'm going to suffer as well and so that's just something that helps me keep things in perspective as well and going back to what I mentioned earlier I'd said about how when bad things happened I thought I was being punished or that I did something wrong and then alternatively if good things happen to bad people I'd be like well they're not even a good person or I don't know I just would think all kinds of uh, negative thoughts and Matthew 5 verse 45 really helped me see and understand that 
worldly success and worldly things that we perceive as blessings may not necessarily be any indicator or are not any indicator of whether someone ha- is blessed by God or favored by God. And so that for me, this verse helped, the one I'm about to read helped me see that worldly success doesn't equal um, favor with God and being poor or struggling in life doesn't equal that God has abandoned you. And so what I read, when I read this verse, it says, so that you may be sons of your father who is in heaven, for he causes his son to rise on the evil and on and the good and sits his reign on the righteous and the unrighteous. And so when I'm reading this, you're seeing like when the Bible says the sun rises on the good and the evil, you see that God, God's grace and mercy falls on everyone. And so that we all benefit from certain things that through God's love and mercy, everyone gets to experience. And then and on the flip side, we see that rain falls on the just and the unjust. And we see that God has no partiality when it comes to certain things as well. And this isn't like we said earlier, it's not. Personally, I want to emphasize that what we perceive as blessings in the world and things like that nature aren't necessarily indicators of whether someone is with God. There's a lot of immoral, wealthy people in America. When we see the different corruptions and stuff like that, we see that people who have a lot of worldly means and a lot of money and power aren't necessarily favored by God or living moral lives pleasing to God. And so that those worldly success is hardly a good indicator of whether someone has favor and as Christians, we have to remind ourselves that just because God doesn't bless us with a lot of money doesn't mean we're not called and doesn't mean we're not favored by him. And I think I mentioned this uh, prior in another episode about how the prophets weren't um, healthy and wealthy. You know, all but one of them was murdered or martyred. And so and they didn't have obviously the, their life wasn't full of uh, prosperity and things of that nature either. So. We just have to have a balanced perspective when it comes to our life. Yes, we want nice things. Yes, we want blessings and things like that. But we have to be uh, understanding that we may not have all those things. And that that's okay because God will be with us in the midst of it. And I say all this to say in the next verse, 1 Peter 4, verses 12 and 13, really helped me see that. Like I was saying earlier, when strength, when suffering, when things, trials and tribulations come, this verse really uh, helped me understand that, understand why these things were happening. I guess it really just, I mean, it put it in a, it gave me new perspective, I guess I'll say. So it goes, First Peter 12, 13, First Peter 4, 12, 13. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fire trial, which is to try you, as though something strange happened unto you, but rejoice. And as much as ye are partakers of Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. And what this verse really helped me see is that, again, it really just helped me see that when those things were happening, that it wasn't strange. God wasn't surprised that those bad things were happening to me and that he ultimately he was still in control and that there was a purpose behind it. And for me, just being honest, when I've suffered and went through a lot of trials or hard times, I became better off for it. I've learned so much through the bad things that happened to me, so much through uh, hard times and happened to grow and lean on God, truly trust, trusting in him during those times when it wasn't easy has really made my faith grow stronger and has really made me a better person because of it. And so when we think of suffering and we think of uh, the negative in it, we have to remember that the Bible says, for all, um, we know that all things work for good for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. 
So we have to remember that even though it may not look like it in the midst of it, it's all working for our good and that personally speaking, I know I, a lot of good has came from my suffering. It didn't feel good in the moment, but ultimately I'm way better off for it. And so we covered suffering. The next thing I want to talk about our, our Christian life should look like is um, acknowledgement. And so what I mean by that is when Proverbs 3, verse 5, Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. And what I mean by acknowledgement is that as Christians, we're called to acknowledge God in everything we do. And another verse, Colossians 3, verse 17 says, And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. And why, what I mean by it, we have to acknowledge him is that we can't compartmentalize God. You know, personally speaking, I used to uh, acknowledge him in certain areas, and then there'd be one specific area where I'd be like, no, nah, I don't need to follow God in that area. What I realize is we have to give our whole lives to God, and we have to give everything to him. And so we can't only follow God on Sunday and then live like the world does during the week. And so just to recap, we talked about how a Christian look, life will look like suffering, and then it'll look like acknowledging God and everything. And the last thing I want to talk about is that it'll look like God is with us in the midst of all of it, and that he will give us joy and peace in every circumstance. And so, as I mentioned earlier, I used to be really disappointed with God and how my life was going because every time something bad happened, I thought I questioned if God cared about me or if he was pun- or I thought he was punishing me or that I potentially was doing something wrong. But the more I studied my Bible, the more I realized God never actually said that our lives were supposed to be like this picture perfect life where nothing bad ever happened and that I was got and that I was going to get everything I ever wanted. You know, in fact, the Bible says the exact opposite. And what I realized is that God promises to be with us no matter what, in the good times and the bad, and that he will give us joy and peace in the midst of it. And a quote that I like is, it says, peace isn't the absence of problems, but the presence of God in the midst of problems. And I think Philippians 4 really encompasses that meaning and is a really good note to end this podcast on. Real quick, before we go and get into that verse, I just want to highlight and kind of clarify what I talked about, why I went talked about suffering and things of that nature today in this podcast is really because I don't want you guys to think that God wants us to be miserable and have a miserable life and never have anything good happen to us and that we're supposed to just uh, live a, a terrible, boring, sad life because God tells us, in all, he says uh, in one verse, this is the day the Lord has made, so let us rejoice and be glad and he calls us to be happy. Another verse says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard the wonderful plans that God has for those who love him. And so God loves us and cares for us and has wonderful plans and wants us to be favored and have a blessed life. But one thing I wanted to point out in today's podcast is that a blessed life does not always equal worldly success. And one thing that's unique to America is that we correlate blessed and favor God's favor with money, a nice house, a nice car, and that's not always the case. And so I kind of just wanted to emphasize that a blessed life, again, does not always equal worldly success. God, God's favor on you isn't going to manifest itself in a way that makes you rich and have a whole bunch of money. It won't always be like that. And for everyone, it's obviously everyone's not going to be rich. And so to think that if God loves you, he's going to make you a millionaire and he's going to do all these worldly things. Um, I just kind of want kind of want to push back on that idea. Now, I'm not saying don't strive for nice things because I myself want nice things as well. But I'm saying that we have to be careful when we correlate the two. We correlate God's favor with us with uh, worldly success, again, because a blessed life doesn't necessarily mean 
a lot of worldly success. So again, there's a balance that there's a balance that um, needs to be had, and a proper understanding that yes, God wants us to have a blessed life and a favored life, but it doesn't always think mean what we think it means, and that we have to read our Bible, understand that the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away, and that blessed be the name of the Lord. Whatever God gives us, we have to be thankful and grateful and content with it. So moving to Philippians 4, verses 12 and 13, Paul's writing in his letter. It says, Not that I was ever in need, for I have learned to be content with whatever I have. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or an empty, or empty, with plenty or with little. For I can do everything through Christ Jesus who gives me strength. And I know a lot of us are probably familiar with the last part, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who gives me strength. But when we look at the context in which Paul was saying that, yes, any, all things are possible with God. But one of the things I want to point out is the context is that Paul is saying he can live with a lot and he can live with a little. He can enjoy himself when he has a lot of money. He can enjoy himself when he has, and he can be content when he has nothing and when he's going hungry. And the secret is to trust in God and that he's providing everything we need and not may and may not be everything we want, but it's everything that we need. He's get, he'll give us everything that we need. And so my prayer today, as we wrap up the podcast, is just that as Christians, especially growing up in America, living in America with the very materialistic idea, and it's easy to conflate blessings with material wealth. Just as Christians, I pray that we have a more balanced perspective on what it means to be blessed by God and what it means to have favor in His eyes, and so that. Like Jesus says, um, like the Bible says, keep our eyes on things above and not below, on heavenly things and not things of this world. Just how we, as Christians, we have to remember that our reward comes in heaven and not necessarily here on earth. Yes, we may be blessed and have things on earth, but we have to remember that ultimately ultimately, what matters is uh, heavenly things and heavenly rewards and pleasing our Father in heaven, not having a whole bunch of wealth down here on earth. So to recap, um, just of what we talked about in the podcast, the Christian life looks like being called to suffer as Christ suffered, acknowledging God in all our ways, and not in, that means in politics, at school, at work, in public, in conversations, we're called to acknowledge God in everything we do. We can't compartmentalize. We can't live a saved and sanctified life on Sunday and then go uh, the rest of the week and live like the world. And then lastly, we're, uh, Christian life will look like that God is with us in the midst of whatever our circumstances are, in the good and the bad. And that he will be with us and give us peace and joy and allow us to be content in whatever situation we find ourselves in. And so that's just what I want to leave you guys with today. Um, That's it for today's episode. I'm going to pray and that's going to be it. Heavenly Father, I just want to pray for everyone under the sound of my voice, Father, that after listening to this podcast, Father, that they have a more more balanced perspective on what our life as Christians should look like. Father, I pray that everyone has an understanding that you do bless us, Father, and that you may not. It may not look like the way we want it, Father, but to that you know, we know and trust that you have our best. You have your best. You have our best interests at heart, Father. As Job says, Father, the Lord giveth and he taketh away, but blessed be the name of the Lord. We know that whatever happens, Father, whatever circumstance we find ourselves in, that you will be with us. And if you are with us, Father, that's all we that ultimately that's all that we ever need. We know that everything works for good for those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. And we will rest in that. We will trust you, Father, that whatever you give us and whatever you don't give us, Father, it's all because you know what's best for us. Jesus, we love you. We lift up your holy name. Amen. As always, guys, thank you for tuning in and listening to another episode. 
I'm still selling t-shirts. You guys can look uh, for my information down on in the description, my social media platforms. If you guys are interested in buying a shirt, just go ahead and message me on any of those uh, social media platforms. If you enjoyed the message, please share it with your family and friends. That's always appreciated. And as always, like, share, subscribe to the YouTube channel. That always helps. I'll see you guys next episode.